Whoa, Daddy. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Disaster Party Podcast with your host, the one, the only, Andy Vivians. That's B-I-V-I-A-N-S, along with my co-host, Rob Cedeno. What's going on? What's going on? This is episode one. So let's have some fun and figure out uh, where we're going to go from here. (laughs) Yeah, what's the flow? What are we going to talk about today? Where are we going to go? What are we going to hit on today? I don't know. There's a lot of topics that we could touch on today. I think, uh, what, what, what do you think the first topic should be, Andy? Well, you know what? Actually, let's start with this. How are you today? Like, how's your day going? I'm doing pretty good. I had a long day of driving and serving people. You know, that's what I do. And besides the podcast, I'm a process server. So I just go, bam, you've been served, bitch. <laughs> people are always so happy to see me so just you know 10 hour days of just uh delivering bad news so it's a great day for me i guess That's what awesome. about what about you you are literally the bearer of bad news <laughs> and i get paid to deliver those bad news do you knock on people's doors and be like i'm afraid i've got some bad news because that would be awesome i really i think i think <laughs> i should do that most of the time i just play stupid i go knock knock Who's there? Uh, it's Rob. I have a delivery for John Smith. Who's? Oh, I'm John Smith. Bam! God, bitch. <laughs> John Smith's sitting there thinking he's about to get like a gift or like a package or something. And you're just like, ha ha, yeah. Forget your day. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's, it's sad because I'm like delivering it to like old folks who like their spouses have passed away and they can't oh. afford their bills and stuff. So that's not always fun, but yeah, but I, I, I do. I do get to just like drive around and listen to podcasts and music all day, so you can't really complain about that. Well, there you go. Yes, at, least, at least you get to do that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Been listening to a lot of uh, uh, what is it? Uh, financial and crypto and investment podcasts. I, eight hours today of that. That's insane. Yeah, the amount of financial podcasts and crypto podcasts and reading a real estate investment book now like all of it if you would have asked me like five years ago like hey andy you're gonna start looking into uh real estate investment i probably would have laughed dude it's it's kind of wild (laughs) 2020 took us to uh into a whole new direction uh you and i especially oh 100 percent I think for everybody in general, 2020 has uh, been a huge upside and downside all at the same time. I think it really depends on how you look at it. I'm sure a lot of people are like took the unemployment money and they probably just kind of pocketed it or put it or bought things that they necessarily didn't need. Unlike you and I, we took that and we're like, okay, how can we take this money and double it or triple it or you know, make money off the money word. So then let's, let, let's actually, let's stick with that then. So for what did you do when it came to that? What was your, what was your plan slash strategy? I, I looked at it as, yeah, it's a bad situation with the stocks because everything crashed in like April, March. And I was like, all right, well, most of these companies are not going to go out of business. You know, 
Apple's not going out of business. You know, even some of the airlines like JetBlue and the, you know, oil companies, they're, they're going to go down, but they're not going to go out of business. So I just looked at it as a buying opportunity of, you know, if you think about it in 2008, when the market crashed, then a lot of people made a lot of money because, you know, they bought everything uh, post crash. Yeah. Post crash pre um, comeuppance. So I looked at it in the same opportunity. That's dope. Yeah, you're right. Cause I, when I look at it too, it's like there's so many different um, big businesses, like you said, airlines that like aren't going out of they're not going out of business anytime soon, even with the crash. So you got to think, or at least in my eyes, once everything starts to return back to normal, or the world starts to get in more of a normalcy, and people start traveling again, like it's got to raise, you know. And Apple, Apple's just a monster you know they're still putting out stuff and their stocks are still raising even today even in the downfall i mean if you look at tesla tesla was at like i think it was like a hundred dollars pre-covid and then it shot up to like 2500 and then and then they did the the stock split so and now it stands around like 450 I think me and you have had this conversation on how angry I am that I didn't think about Apple and Tesla. Back in March, it was $75. What? Which one? Tesla or Apple or both? Tesla was $75 back in March. Yeah. And I didn't think about it because, honestly, like, I started getting into stocks. I started using Robinhood a little bit, and I completely did not understand what I was doing at all so i was like you know what i understand crypto a little more i'm gonna kind of change my role and go into crypto a little more and that's where i flooded everything within bitcoin eth uh chain link stuff like that and then all of a sudden i go and i'm like oh you know tesla is a thing like let me check that out and i went and i looked at the history and it said 75 dollars. and to where it was i think when i saw it then i think it was at like four three something or four something i know i know it's at like four something now but i think it was at like two or three wait and i'll see it before or after the split it was after the split Um, actually i think the split is what made me take a look at it and be like oh yeah tesla's a thing and in march it's 75 dollars. if i would have got in back in march which is before the split man And I, I'm kicking myself for that. You and me both, dude. But you know what? Everything I'm reading right now is saying that with the Biden administration, because they're doing like whatever that Green New Deal, they're going to be focusing more on like solar and electric vehicles and stuff like that. So a lot of those uh, companies that involve that kind of stuff, they're going to see a nice little kick up once... I guess he takes office, which is something to look into moving forward. I think I'm going to have to start doing that. I know I got a couple of them. Um, I can't think of the names of them off the top of my head, but. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, though, when you look at everything and how much like some of the stuff like a lot of it is 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 hitting, you know, they're wow, uh, they're going upside, you know, they're going up right now. But at the same time. If you go look at the crypto market, like that's a whole nother game. <laughs> it's a whole nother monster. Look at 
Bitcoin's explosive growth within the last what forty eight hours? Yeah, it's it's gone up like what sixteen hundred in the last twenty four to forty eight hours, and hundred and twenty three percent. I think I sent to you before uh, in the last year when everyone thought Bitcoin was dead in like March when it hit uh, thirty eight hundred dollars, and now it's what it's dancing around eight thousand dollars and. They're they're predicting before the end of the year it's gonna hit all time highs again. So it's crazy. And like I talked to a couple people about Bitcoin just because as soon as I open the app and I see the growth, I get excited. So anybody who's near me, I'm just like, Yo, look at this, look at this. But like even people that like I talk to now, like a lot of people aren't about it. Like they don't trust it for some reason. But the way I look at it, it's pretty much the same thing as to me when credit cards hit everybody's like nah i carry cash i'm not gonna use a card to pay and then now look how popular credit cards are uh-huh. how valuable they are you know it's like the it's like the dot-com boom like everyone was like people are not gonna use the internet people are not gonna use the internet and now look yep and that's pretty much what they're what a lot of people are saying is that this is is definitely this is this this price pump right now is not even from the retail investors like you and i the the price pump right now is due to the the business investors like these big businesses that are investing in bitcoin that is is basically driving the supply down is what's driving this price so if you really think that when it hits all time highs again at like 20 21000 a lot of people are going to be like holy shit and then all the retail investors are going to come in but at that point the the supply is going to be so low because the supply the the what people are purchasing right now including business and retail is outpacing the mining so the there's not even enough bitcoin being mined to be sold so right now in the next couple of months there's going to be a shortage of bitcoin it's crazy i heard today that there's there's like the, uh, a couple of months ago there was about two and a half million circulating bitcoin between all the exchanges and stuff and now i'm hearing it's about a fa- uh, no about a million or less and that was just a couple months ago <laughs> just the growth and <sighs> i don't know it's well if you bl- think about grayscale bought uh currently owns 500,000 Bitcoin and they bought it all this year, I believe. Same thing with MicroStrategies. They bought like $450 million of Bitcoin and then you got to think Square bought uh, millions of dollars of Bitcoin and now that PayPal um, is in the Bitcoin game and they have 350 million users. Yeah. So even if 1% of that, like, it's just... The supply is not going to be able to keep up, and it's going to drive it's going to drive the price to a whole nother level. And I think what was it last August? I think I started, and or February of this year. I can't remember. I forget. Probably, I'd say January, February, March, February, March. I think when, it was. It well, was I think like we were in Miami, right? Yeah, it was like when it was like nine, ten thousand, right before it dropped to thirty eight hundred. Yeah. And to think it was at thirty eight hundred. Now it's dancing around. What'd you say, sixteen, seventeen? No, it's uh, what I'm looking at right now is that what Coinbase is saying is seventeen thousand nine hundred forty. That's insane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's funny though. Um, 
I have been get. I got a text message today from someone who I haven't heard from in probably about six months. And I've been sharing a lot more stuff about Bitcoin on Instagram, as you know. And they were like, hey, man, how you doing? Uh, it looks from the Bitcoin price, you're probably doing pretty well. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and, and they were like, well, um, I'm actually thinking about getting into the crypto game. Like, can you help me? And I'm like, where did this come from? <laughs> so, and I have people asking me all the time. Like uh, a couple of our friends uh, have been asking me to help them set up like a portfolio and how to get in and, and like the on ramps of it. And, but that's, I was listening to something yesterday and they were saying that they actually believe that Bitcoin's price would actually be higher than what it is right now. If it had, if it was um, easier, easier on ramps, like, because you got to think right now, you have to, you have to know how to, or know about Coinbase or another exchange mm-hmm. to then download it, to then do the KYC. And then it's not really, unless you know what you're doing, it's not as simple as just buy, sell. Because some people think that you have to buy a full Bitcoin at once. Oh. So I think the, the on-ramps and the the explanation of buying and selling crypto is not as clear with the, the everyday person. So a lot of the, what I was listening to is they said that if it was easier, if, if like uh, crypto was as easy or Bitcoin was as easy as like Venmo. Yeah. That at, like people, it's just so easy. You, just, you know, you just open up that boom, 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 quick and easy. They were saying that the price would probably be double the price of it right now because it would be easier to, you know, just basically use. See, that's why I love Coinbase so much because, like, Coinbase has uh, the different videos and stuff that like explains what their what that specific cryptocurrency is, what it's used for, why it was developed, um, and how it's going to be used. And I agree. I think if it was a lot easier for people to move. Um, their crypto around a lot more people will use it. I mean, <laughs> look at me, for example, just trying to switch it from one platform to another took me like 50 years to try and figure out, um, especially with the, you know, you got to drop it from this one and then you got to grab the link to this one and transfer to this one and then transfer it back to this spot. Like it's so because it's a digital Coinbase and you hear the horror stories of like the guy who lost his laptop and lost all of his bitcoin um it's so easy to have one number off and then that whatever you just had is gone you know what i mean and i think people have fears of that being like hey i put all this money into it great grand wonderful i'm going to transfer it here i don't know where did it go (laughs) i think um if it was easier like you're saying i think a lot more people would be into it also i think a lot more people aren't um what's the word i'm looking for they're not uh they don't see it as valuable as money yet um and they don't think that it's trustworthy as our current currency and i think that's another thing that uh, holds a lot of people back yeah but if you look at the economics of actual like the united states we are actually in the worst position than we we're in worse position than we were in the Great Depression. 
like mm. the 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 debt ratio of the United States is worse than the Great Depression after World War II, um, and actually, um, the more money has been printed, right, um, in the last six months than like ever in the United States' history together. So right there, that's devaluing the dollar. So why do you think all these big um, like uh, economic professionals and hedge fund people are all putting their money into Bitcoin and all these businesses are putting money in Bitcoin because they're realizing that the dollar is getting devalued. The infl- inflation that's going to be um, inevitable in our, our economy and that's going to devalue their cash on hold. You know, they're, they're holding cash. All yeah. these businesses, they have a, a cash reserve and all that money is going to just be devalued. And it's, it's because of the dollar and the inflation. So all these businesses, hedge fund people, economic professionals are all putting money into Bitcoin because they, they look at it as like uh, something to hedge against the inflation. So it's kind of like their backup plan. Yeah. Yeah. So, and a lot of them is, it's actually giving them like a protective layer for their businesses. Yeah. Because I mean, I guess they, yeah. Cause they can run from that just in case like something does happen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause then again, when, if, and when something does happen and the, the dollar is devalued to the point that, you know, you can't even get normal goods for a decent price because a dollar is not really a dollar. A dollar looks like a dollar, but it's valued at like, 10 cents 20 dollars is like you know you think about it like if you paid a dollar for a pack of gum like 10 years ago yeah you're paying like right now it's probably like a dollar 50 for the same pack of gum it's not that (laughs) the price of gum went up it's that the 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 value of the dollar went down sure yeah it's kind of crazy (laughs) that is crazy that's that just reminded me of um the guy who bought a pizza in Bitcoin. Yeah. What, how like expensive 10, 10, that 000, pizza is now. 10,000 10, Bitcoin, I think, this guy uh, spent on this large pizza or two large pieces. Oh, that's, and that's that's at the value it is today? Uh, no, well, when he bought the pizza. <laughs> when he bought the pizza, it wasn't that valuable. But I actually, you know what I saw the other day? It said in 2013... I think there was a website that was like auctioning off Bitcoin. It was like 10 or, or like a thousand or 10,000 Bitcoin for like 50 bucks. Right. Mm-hmm. And nobody wanted it. Nobody. Someone like someone uh, bid the 50 bucks. They saw that they were the only bidder. And after the um, auction was over, they're like, can I just give you 30 since nobody wanted it? Wow. And that was seven years ago. And imagine what that 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 fifty dollar or that thirty dollar investment is today. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. But That's... yeah, I've actually uh, just in the last couple of weeks, I've 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 converted some non-believers into believers. But it's it's so funny because. They don't want to look at it when it's thirty eight hundred or five thousand or seven thousand or ten thousand or twelve thousand or, you know, they they need to see it at sixteen, seventeen, eighteen thousand. But it's like, 
if you listen to me when it was 3,000, 4,000, 5,000, instead of when it's 8,000, and you bought it when I told you, you know, <laughs> the profits would be much bigger. You know, that people got to see, uh, what does it say? They got to see your resume before, you know, they're able to hire you. I feel like the same way is for all the non-believers in Bitcoin. You know, they don't want to, they don't want to dive in at 3000 because, you know, you're still a rookie. You're still new. You're still, you know, you just got your working papers. And then all of a sudden, when you hit like 11, 12, 16, 17K, you're like, oh, all right. Okay, you're qualified. I kind of want to get in now. That's when the FOMO hits, boy. <laughs> then everybody's just like, you know what? I should have got in. Just like me. Callback. Just like me with Tesla when it was $75. And I should have got in at 75 Yeah. With the split. I'm Look still going to be mad about that. We brought it back to the beginning. <laughs> Crypto, man. And stocks. It, it's, it's a crazy game. But, I'll, you know... What were you about to say something? No, no, go ahead. Oh no, I'm I'm just saying it's a crazy game, and it's just you know it's 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 love and hate. You know, there's bad days and there's good days. But if you believe in what you invested in and you do your own research, then you can really see what what the potential is. Hundred percent. Yes, sir. I love it. Well, everyone, I hope you loved our ramble about today uh, today's discussion, which was, uh, you know, our first podcast ever. But it was about, you know, investing, uh, a little FOMO, uh, some crypto talk. And, you know, not every uh, podcast will be um, about investments or crypto. It, it's just going to be whatever's on our mind. So maybe, you know, we're big wrestling fans. Maybe next week or the next podcast will be about wrestling or the weather who knows but you know what life can be a disaster at times so let's just have fun and make it a party so um i will say farewell for me on behalf of the disaster party podcast again my name is rob sedeno what what thank you for joining us we'll see you uh we'll see you next week peace peace